Rockin' Raven, a podcast about finding the perfect path towards your perfect post-secondary destination. Each episode, we will highlight events you'll want to attend, deadlines you won't want to miss, and share some insight into what makes Carleton University a community like no other. Let's start the show. Hello, future Ravens. Welcome back to the Talking Raven podcast. My name is Stanley Philippe. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Yes, holiday season is upon us. People are out shopping, making plans to see their family, their friends, but also looking ahead to 2023. And when you look ahead to a new year, it usually comes with a resolution or two. So I'm curious to know, what do you have in store for 2023? What are your resolutions? Hit us up on Instagram at Carlton underscore future. I would love to hear your thoughts. Speaking of the gram, I've got a really special guest for you all today. Gio, who is our digital content and communication assistant, is going to hop on to talk a bit more about our Instagram account, about our TikTok, and the really awesome content that we have in store for all of you. So you're not going to want to miss my conversation with Gio. But before we get to that, it is time for, wait for it, the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week! Today's tweet is courtesy of at Carlton underscore you. And here it is. Following approval by the Board of Governors, Carlton University President and Carlton University Provost are introducing new names for three of our main campus buildings. Nadeinan, Pikiavik, and Teranga Commons. Yes, we've got some brand new names for some of our really important buildings on our campus. And this is super exciting. I would really encourage all of you to visit our website. I'll post a link in the episode notes to learn more about how these names came to be, you know, through consulting with members of the Algonquin Advisory Council and Algonquin communities in the region, chatting with our Inuit Advisory Council and the Inuit in the region, as well as members of the African, Caribbean, and Black communities here at Carleton, we were able to find names that are not only reflective of the folks in our community, but also reflective of who we want to represent and how we want our buildings to really stand and reflect the progress that we are making as a university. So really excited to see that uh, we are continuing to work towards reconciliation, and just making our campus a more inclusive, a safer space for all members who uh, live, study, and grow at Carleton U. So again, check out the uh, article that I'm going to post in the episode notes to learn more about our three awesome new names. 
It's now time for my conversation with Gio. It was a lot of fun talking to Gio. It's always fun talking with her. And we got a chance to chat a bit more about Instagram and TikTok. And this is where we can really showcase our university to its fullest potential by giving you some amazing exclusive content. So you're going to want to follow at Carlton underscore future if you're not doing so already. And you're definitely going to want to tune into my conversation with Gio. I hope you love it. work with awesome people you just want to have them on your podcast and I have the pleasure of working with this awesome person her name is Gio and she joins us today Gio thank you for being on the podcast how are you feeling today yeah son thanks so much for having me here I'm really excited to be on the podcast all in all it's been a great day now we are talking a bit about well throughout the season really about belonging and community and I'm curious to know for you when did you feel like you became a, a real member of the Carlton community not when you started at Carlton but what was that moment when you were like oh yes this community is mine and I'm a big part of said community yeah so thank you so much for that question because I think it's really important for students to feel a sense of belonging in the institution that they're involved in specifically when it comes to post-secondary education so with Carleton specifically uh, in grade 10 I was told that I wasn't going to be able to go to university and that I should pick a different pathway. This was because I have a learning disability and uh, some teachers at that time didn't think students with disabilities could perform uh, at a high level like Carleton education. What I did was I kind of planned for an alternate route. And then in grade 11, I was approached by the Paul Metten Center for Students with Disabilities uh, that runs through Carleton University. And they really told me that they will be able to provide accommodations for me. So I'm not alone in this. And there are many, many other people who have similar experiences as I do uh, with a learning disability. And then because I'm dyslexic, they, they gave me accommodations that had a lot to do with my reading and writing comprehension, uh, which I felt really, really at home with. And as soon as I got to the Carleton, group and society I, I was really learning about how I can be successful here uh, and through those pathways they they gave me the the tools I really needed to be successful here and the community that I needed um, in order to step in and feel comfortable it's awesome when you find a, an organization or an institution or even like you mentioned a, a center that can help students you know open up pathways and mm -hmm. it's a big part of this whole educational experience is creating pathways, exposing pathways, and then going through set paths. And when you go through things, you get involved in things yeah. too. Why do you think it's really important for students who are going to the undergraduate experience to get involved? Like, what, Why is that such a, a big part when you know that you're attending university for that degree? What does that involvement do to maybe elevate or give a, a more rich experience for those students, especially if they're moving to a new environment, a new city, uh, a new campus? Mm -hmm. Yeah, again, a really important question for future Ravens to really learn about is the different communities we have on campus, because it's one thing to go to your school, take your courses, and then go home, but it's a completely other thing to be involved after hours and fully immersed into your Carleton community. Uh, I myself joined a few clubs on campus, um, as well as had work opportunities here, and that provided me with so much more networking experience, but also a more homey feeling. And when I walk around campus, 
office. I can say hi to many, many people. Um, and it feels very much like a home facility or, or a family-oriented place. Having familiar faces that you can recognize uh, just throughout your campus. Also, having familiar faces within your own classes is really important, too. Oftentimes, I would see my friends, sit next to them, um, or even just have lunch with someone on campus. Um, but all in all, just to really immerse yourself into those social networks is super, super important because you want a sense of Carleton community. You want to feel that energy and that vibe uh, no matter where you go, but specifically at Carleton, I, I feel that vibe all the time here. It's a, it's a vibe, for sure. It's a vibe. <laughs> and, you know, we're, we're talking about the social network. That's what this episode is called. Yeah. And so I'd be kind of remiss if I didn't talk about social media. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I'm a from a different vintage than you are, <laughs> uh, but you, you're in it. You were in the social media era. So what was it like having social media and did it really change the way that you either studied or interacted once you got to university? Yeah, so specifically with university, that transformation from high school is quite different because now you're officially an adult. You don't have someone making sure you're handing in all your assignments and making sure you're checked off in the attendance. Really, it's it's your own capability and your own investment is really what your university experience is. You really get out what you put in, right? So with social media specifically, I found it was a really great way just to track deadlines and due dates because if I followed things like Carleton Future um, or Carleton University, I would get constant reminders of, oh yeah, exams are soon. I should check my exam schedule or, oh, I need to register for classes soon. I should check that. Even just refreshing and having a, a new aspect there. Um, but it's also a really great place for me to share my inputs. If I comment on social media saying, hey, loved this aspect of Carleton, they'll do it again next year. So just sharing through that social network is really important as well as finding other people who follow the accounts. Those are another really great way to make friends. Um, if you loved what someone commented and you had the same experience, messaging them is a really uh, a new way of getting involved uh, through our social networks at Carleton. Yeah, and you have a, a new way of letting or leaving your imprint on our office because you are now our social media expert. <laughs> you are the person that's creating all this awesome content that students are going to be seeing over the next few weeks and months and entering into 2023. So first, congrats uh, on a new job. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, what's it been like, you know, for your first few weeks thinking about social media from a recruitment perspective and some of the cool content that you're going to be creating? What's the incentive, the motivation? Why would someone follow us yeah. um, at Carlton underscore future on Instagram, <laughs> on TikTok, on Twitter? What, what are we looking for here? Yeah, well, first off, thanks for the plug. Uh, <laughs> you can definitely follow us at Carlton underscore future. We are doing a new segment on our Instagram, actually, and it talks a lot about the application process. Um, so I just got back from a few months on the road talking to high school students, really about what their feelings are about coming to university. And through this platform of Instagram, I'm do doing stories, essentially saying and answering questions on a lot of these concerns that students were having um, about applying, what they need to, to get into the university, what our school's known for, optimizing their own applications. So this is a really, really important source for Future Ravens to really go on and follow us there because just like I was saying, those reminders as well as just information that they can understand and really uh, kind of ease their process and their worries because I feel like a lot of it, it has to do with unknown. You're, you're in this weird space of what is happening next? What what am I supposed to expect here? Um, and in this unknown space, essentially what 
our Instagrams are trying to do right now is is clear that up and, and make it more known so people feel more comfortable with the transition. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's really helpful to be able to instantly get access. I know folks who are listening most likely are familiar with how social media works, <laughs> yeah. but but it's true. You know, you get a chance to right away get a feel for what the school is like and hopefully get some instant answers to the questions that maybe you asked earlier or you haven't got a chance to ask yet. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're trying our best to deliver that in a really fun way. So I definitely encourage you to give that a follow. Uh, you mentioned your time on the road mm-hmm. and uh, it's the holiday season <laughs> and everyone's looking back at the year that was, the highs and lows. everything in between. I want to ask you, was there a moment, a memory, uh, an interaction during your time on the road that you want to bring up or share with us uh, as we close off uh, today's conversation? Yeah, that's a really, really good question. So I really had the opportunity to interact with a lot of different students on the road. Um, But one of the more recent interactions that just popped up in my brain was um, speaking at a fair with one individual student who's really nervous about asking me questions so her parents were doing a lot of the talking and you could just tell that all of the information from all of the different institutions gets really overwhelming so she had the opportunity to open up and ask me a little bit about our indigenous studies program and she was super interested in this program specifically at Carleton where her parents had had thought she was focusing in a different area so giving them more information about the co-op experience that we have um, as well as the different opportunities they get specifically at Carleton that not a lot of other institutions can offer really made her super comfortable and then excited about our media and our um, inclusion that we offer here. Focusing on what you're super excited and interested in and, and maybe not a program that you think is just going to get you a job at the end of the career is is something that we're kind of pushing especially. So it was a really great connection and them just feeling that ease at the end of the conversation. Um, and then, of course, I dropped them with a sweater. So uh, <laughs> that's always a good good way to end a conversation, just with a smiling face. So, yeah, that was that was really good. Yeah, I, I love that, that story because... It speaks to what it looks like, and, and for folks who don't know, a, a fair is, is you know usually takes place in a, in a cafeteria or mm-hmm. in a gym, and you see all of these different universities have their tables, and then you're literally just walking around chatting with all these yeah. different schools, and you know every moment, every interaction can maybe change your mind <laughs> on what you want to do. Yeah. But then we also get inspired by the conversations that we're having with these students, so mm-hmm. it's a real kind of give and take or. I used to call it a thank you and your welcome moment. Yeah. So, so thank you, yeah. uh, Gio, for being on, on the podcast. And you're welcome for the opportunity to share <laughs> your awesomeness with yeah. our listeners. Yeah, thank you. I think, again, just tying it back to the social aspect that we have um, and really promoting our own um, social medias for students to, to feel that thank you and your welcome moments, even through the screen or our social media accounts. 100%. Love it. Thank you again, Gio. And we'll be back with more of the Talking Raven. A huge shout out to Gio for joining me on today's episode. And of course, a big shout out to our talkies for tuning in each and every week. As we wrap up 2022, our last two episodes are going to feature some of the students that I got a chance to talk to over these last few months on the road. I am so pumped for these next two episodes. It's gonna be super cool to not only spotlight people who are going through what you're going through as an applicant, but just to share a bit of the joy and the reflections that uh, some of these students were able to share while uh, we were on the road. So 
You're not going to want to miss out on the next two episodes. Make sure you tune in on Friday, December 16th and Friday, December 23rd for some exclusive insight from your peers. Until then, this has been the Talking Raven Podcast. My name is Stanley Philippe. And remember, you have a lot of greatness inside of you. So don't be afraid to unleash your inner awesome. Take care, y'all.